Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. Johnson coming to you from the the frigidly cold snuggery along the uh, Gulf of Mexico with me Brett in the the tropical New Hampshire how you doing Brett not so tropical but I'm good is it uh, has it been wintry yeah all of a sudden we didn't have any snow until after New Year's and then we've just had all these storms yeah, um, yeah. You've had all the snow. All um, the snow came at once. Oh, listeners, we've got a lot to talk about this episode. If you, if you recall, last time Brett and I were together, she was, she was, uh, she was approaching or no, a day past I her due date. Past my due date. Was yeah. past her due date. Um, we'll get into whether Brett gave birth uh, in a little bit. We've got other things to talk about first. Uh, Brett uh, messaged that she had a a fashion update for me, so I'm I'm very interested in hearing about this because I am I am what you would call fashion conscious. I I mm-hmm. have a a deep deep um desire to be fashion forward and um and and so any updates and and information i can have about the world of fashion is vital to me so what's happening in the world of fashion brett so i think that you'll you'll enjoy this because i do know how you like a good stiletto um so (laughs) amongst the gen zers they were into like 90s fashion i don't know if you knew that Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're onto what they're calling mob wife aesthetic. Mob wife. So this is, uh, the soprano wives look, is that what they're Yeah, going so like for? sopranos or there was like, uh, oh, I forget what channel, but like some like kind of trashy reality show called mob wives. Sure. Um, yeah. So it's still like pulls from like nineties, two thousands a little bit, but it's like, um, mob wives is the inspiration so there's like long fur coats knee-high boots is what i read messy hair dark lipstick chunky gold jewelry Uh and this is what they're going for now sounds like just a trip to new jersey to me um i think yeah new jersey pulls a lot of inspiration from the mob wife aesthetic fur fur coats though uh real fur so I don't know. I feel so I've heard some things that's like, oh, if you get like secondhand fur coats, that's actually environmentally better than getting a new faux fur coat sure. um, because of like the manufacturing and stuff. So I don't know what the Gen Zers are looking for, if they're wanting real furs or not. Hopefully yeah. um, they're just being conscientious of that. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a conflict for them. I I mean, mm-hmm. look, I mean, I think fur is 
great. It's warm. Wear it. Mm -hmm. Real leather. Good for you. Um, uh, so does that mean I need to go find myself some 80s, uh, early 2000s uh, stilettos? I think you could. Yeah, I think if it's a, what I read, literally, it said the words knee high boots. Knee so if high, you could find, so knee yeah, high stiletto I, boots is what I want to look for. Exactly. Yeah. I think that might be hard getting around to the beach, but uh, I'll I'll give You'll it a go. To figure it out. I, yeah. I I just I can't remember if it was New Year's Day or Christmas Day. I ran into a I didn't run into her, but I I chatted for a moment with a woman in heels. Um, they weren't really stilettos. That were, they weren't kitten heels either. There's kind of just an average, mm -hmm. probably uh, you know maybe two inch heel, maybe something okay. like that. Um, on the on the beach, and she wasn't having a real good time because those narrow heels kind of they kinda don't work in the sand. Yeah, but the yeah. family decided they were going to make a quick stop at the beach, and mm -hmm. here she was in her uh, her 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 pointy kicks, and uh, and so she didn't venture very far onto the beach. Yeah, but... my friend whose wedding I was in over the summer, she got married on the beach, so she had us be barefoot for the ceremony, and then just have whatever shoes we wanted with us for the reception yeah yeah nice. yeah yeah so i guess i'll i'll get tasha i'll have tasha start hunting for those uh are we talking knee high or or, or calf high i the words Ooh. i read were knee high literally just google mob wife aesthetic and google just like came up with images to inspire me oh, no. so All right. it didn't even like then like i had to scroll down to find the articles it started with just pictures oh well there's my afternoon um, yeah so, so that sounds that sounds great now um other thing we've got to touch on is last time we were together you mentioned i, I was i was talking about my my adventures in pulled pork and you mentioned bear claw pulled oh, yeah. pork pullers and immediately after we logged off i i went on amazon and hunted some down and found what i wanted the next day and ordered them and look at these <gasps> look at those look at those listeners they're bright orange they're like yes. they're like fluorescent orange and uh, i feel like wolverine uh, comic book Wolverine. hero Wolverine yeah. walking around with these things on. They've been they've been good for pulling pork. I feel I feel more confident wrestling with the dogs um, <laughs> with with these because it kind of it kind of gives me it puts me more on equal footing with the dogs. Um, but also, I think if uh, if we had an intruder, this would be mm. my go to intruder self defense thing because you could you could really puncture somebody with one of these things. Yeah. These are, these are sharp. So, so they're effective I'm, for their purpose and more. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying yeah. is listeners, if you plan on breaking into the snuggery and, and attacking me, you're going to have a, have a bear claw coming. <laughs> so, uh, so watch out for that. Um, so we've covered fashion. We've covered bear claws. Um, what else has been going on with you? <laughs> I had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> You had, and I, I mentioned her a couple episodes ago after I, after I found out she showed up, I, I mentioned her name and that was about, about all. So we've got Ivy, Ivy Taylor. Yes. Taylor, yep. Taylor spelled as in, in, in sewing, not the T-A-Y. Yeah. Because um, if you remember before I got married, my last name was Schneider. And if you translate Schneider from German to English, it means Taylor. 
Really? Yeah. And my family has a tradition where the first boy usually gets the mother's maiden name as his middle name. But I thought, well, fuck that. We'll just do the first kid because it's not that big a deal. And luckily, and I thought Schneider sounded weird, but I thought Taylor, especially spelled that way was more cool and it was gender neutral Uh um so we knew even though we didn't know if the child would be a boy or a girl or we picked her name when she was born um but we knew the middle name would be taylor the whole time well that's sweet so where did where did ivy come from i think that's a great name so we had different names picked out we had a boy name and a girl name and we a week before my due date, decided we hated them. Um, <laughs> what, what, what were they? I want to decide if I hate them too. Oh, no, I don't want to make anyone feel bad for having a name that we hated in the end. No. Well, but you loved it up until that minute. But... We did. So we ch- picked essentially the same name, just like a male and a female version, kind of. So uh-huh. if it was a girl, it would be Ezra which is typically a boy name, but Brent thought it sounded like a girl name. So I was like, that's cool. Let's do that. And if it was a boy, it'd be Ezrin. Um, And then we just used them too much. Of course, we like bought shit that had E's on it too. So we had to return it. Um, (laughs) But whatever. Um, And then we were like, oh, it just doesn't feel right anymore. And like, I liked Ezra because it meant helper. And that's just like a value that I like care Uh about, I guess. but I don't know. Then we just were like, yeah, it doesn't feel right anymore. It started when I looked into it more, it had more like religious connections, which I'm not very comfortable with. And so we changed our minds and then listed all these names. Like we had a list of boy names, girl names. And then I did do some backup middle names, but that's more for if we have kids down the line. Um, and so then we had our lists, but we never picked one. And then when she was born, I was like, Brent, we need a name. And he pulled up the list and was like, okay, I like Ivy. Okay, like Ivy was probably my top pick out of the names we had anyway. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad she has a name. Um, so this all happened. How now, How do we, you went over your due date by a like while. Like nine days. Huh? Yeah. Nine days over. It was New, New Year's Eve or Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Christmas New Eve. Year's Eve. That would have been. <laughs> that would have been even later. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, she was big, so I ended up needing to be induced, and then everything went to shit, and I ended up getting a C-section, just because it was all, I don't know, that's just what ended up happening, um, and and that was that, I guess. Yeah, I did, like, try, I got all the way to nine centimeters, pushed for an hour, and then they were like, this isn't going anywhere, so let's get her out, get them out, Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I got to get the best of both worlds best, in terms yeah. of labor. Yeah, <laughs> did a little bit of everything. Oh, that. So, so what time of day did you realize? Hey, this is this is gonna happen. And so we, um, it was like the, this whole like situation. So because I was overdue, we had to do a non-stress test, and then they like had they clocked one deceleration in her heart rate or something so then the next day we had to go back for a three-hour non-stress test yeah they didn't clock any more d cells that was just an anomaly they don't know what happened there 
Um, so then it was like, okay, you're fine, but we'll just have you go in for a sizing ultrasound because you look big. And then because of that, they said, yeah, she's in like the 95th percentile. You need to be induced. So then the way that works was we were transferred from the midwife to the hospital and then you just like are home and the hospital calls you and they're like, hey, you can come in now. And so you're just like waiting. You like know it's going to be with it. Like I like called them in the morning and they were like, yeah, at like 9 a.m. And they're like, we'll probably call you before 6 p.m. You know, so then you're just like waiting. <laughs> what what does one what does one do when they're waiting for the hospital to call and say to come in that your your delivery room is ready or um we like what they're waiting for right we cleaned the house and i rested a bit but it was like i was like what do we do like we have our bags packed but we had them packed for like a natural delivery with the midwife so we like changed some of the stuff we had packed and like packed more clothes because we knew we'd be there a few days probably um and it took out some of the stuff that the midwife wanted us to bring because they, the hospital doesn't need us to have that. Um, so, yeah, repacked our bags and set up accommodations for the cats or someone to take care of the cats and cleaned the house so we would come home to a clean house. We ordered Chinese takeout the night before, but like a ton. So we knew we'd come home to extra like leftovers. Sure. Yeah. Sure, the, nothing better than leftover Chinese food. Um, so, did you get to was the was the midwife mid, midwife there? Did, she, did she yeah came to like send us off at the hospital. She offered to stay, but it was kind of like oh like we've got all these staff here. Like I love you, but I don't. It would just be like more bodies in the room, so it's uh-huh. okay. But she did like send us off, and she checked in with the doctors and stuff so that they knew what we had planned and just different stuff like that yeah so nothing and she brought us dinner yeah oh i was not well there you go um so nothing went as planned no basically not at all no not even like yeah the induction was crazy and yeah um well now you're ready for the next 18 or 30 years um i guess so nothing will go as planned and it sounds like you weathered it okay Yeah, like, I feel like, you know, in the classroom, I'm pretty good at just going with the flow, following the children's lead. And now I just need to learn how to do that in my life with everything. Everything Um, all of the time. And just, you know, I have no control. Everything is, you know, just going to happen around me regardless. And let's roll with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I want to hear more about Ivy in a little bit, but mostly I'm I'm wondering how are how are you because that's a that's a, you you've had a busy couple weeks and hormones yeah. and stress and how no, are I'm you? pretty good. I yeah, it's gonna be four weeks tomorrow since Ivy was born, and like at first, like there's so many hormones that I was like upset because things didn't go the way I wanted and all this sure. stuff, but now it's like but it's okay you know what happened happened and like especially feeling physically better like i've never had surgery before and to start with one where they cut through like seven layers and you're awake for it is like kind of intense wait whoa whoa. seven seven so you're basically a seven layer dip seven something like that yeah i think it's seven layers i don't really know i'll be honest i was pretty delirious through most of the process um <laughs> did, they, did they give you some good drugs? They did, yeah. Oh, and I had to get two epidurals because the first one fell out. 
Yeah. Natasha so, just gasped from the other side of the room. Yeah. The first one fell out and they didn't believe me or something. No, they believed me that I was in pain, but they thought I was just really resistant to the epidural. Uh -huh. And they're like, oh, like, do you have a hard time with Novocaine? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, like something's not right because I'm in pain and I'm not supposed to be. And then the anesthesiologist is like, well, let's take a look at this. And he's like, oh, it fell out. That's why it's not working anymore. So then I got to do that again. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you now, when you check that hospital bill, make sure, make sure you're not paying for that first <laughs> right. one. I'll double check. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get a, get a line item. Look at that. Yeah. Um, and then the like jackass anesthesiologist good. who did the first one, I heard the nurse say, are you going to tape it in? And he's like, no, it's fine. And then when they're wheeling me back for the C-section, he was like, like what? You had to just go and pull out my perfect uh, like whatever and i'm like like i'm like what no stop it <laughs> yeah a dick um, i know that's horrible um <laughs> yeah did you i mean i would think uh in that moment you can do whatever you want so you could have you could have like gut punched him or something if you wanted to you could have got away have with this it. like thing i'm really bad with confrontation so i just like smile and nod <laughs> yeah <laughs> just smile and nod. get this baby out of me yes. um so so uh, this um uh you you she gets she gets born and uh yeah. and you 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 both you waited to find out what yeah what so brent got to announce that she was a girl yep and that was that yeah I mean that that's a that's a nice I mean not I loved not knowing until it was until fun waiting moment. yeah then like when they like pulled her out then everyone in the room was like dad's gonna say dad's gonna say what they are and then like in my head I was like is it a boy is it a girl I really don't know like I felt like she would be a girl but then it's like uh -huh. I could be wrong like that's just like a gut feeling but doesn't mean it's right and then yeah and then he said it's a girl yeah 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 one of those really few surprises you can have in life that's great exactly um uh any look for my my thought is always a newborn is like for at least a, a couple seconds maybe a couple minutes they're the most advanced human ever Mm -hmm. they're like the newest human on the planet which is pretty cool does she appear to have any any evolutionary advantages or enhancements from most humans you've met uh any um, gills or no i haven't seen anything like that we do like to take a minute every day to decide what kind of potato she is <laughs> <laughs> so she, she, and, and have you have you done that yet today not yet today. She's taking a morning nap. What kind um, of potato was she yesterday? Yesterday, I think, was just a plain russet. The day before, she was a curly fry. And then she was a twice baked the other day. And that was a good day. Yeah. What, what makes what makes uh, somebody a twice baked potato? I don't know. It just was the feeling just, that day. <laughs> it's just all you... instinct. Now you're a or you're an organizer and a planner. Do you have a did you print out a list of types of potato? No, that you this have is the reference or these are just off the my, top of your head. I'm just a big fan of potatoes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just know. Yeah. You can't go wrong with potatoes. We've been getting into into we we lived in Mississippi for over a year before That's we, crazy. we before we had sweet potatoes. 
Oh, I um, love sweet potatoes. And that's kind of a Southern thing. So we've been getting into sweet potatoes lately. Yeah. Um, does she have the appropriate or the standard number of fingers and toes and all that yes. stuff? Well, she does have like Brent's pinky toe, which looks like it could fall off at any moment. Um, but it's on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, um, make a make a note to keep us updated if her pinky toes fall off. Is it, yeah, I'll let you know. Is it like both pinky toes, or just is it just on, on no, one the, foot? No, they 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 match. Yeah, both of them. Well, that's, that's of, good. That's good. Yeah. Um. So how long how long did you how long did you plan on being away from home, and then how long did you end up being away from home with the uh, the craziness that went on? So had we delivered with the midwife then you get to go home a few hours after um delivery and then at the hospital we were there maybe three or four days they did let us leave a day early because we asked and they said things were looking well enough i guess you don't need to stay um but typically they make c-section stay a little longer but we were looking well enough to head home well, that's, so that's, I think that's yeah that couldn't like have been three nights after she was born and she was born in the evening so including that night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so is that good for you getting the rest and having everybody taking care of you and all that kind of I mean are you you glad you had that stay or did it feel rushed or was it too long or it was fine I think it was it was nice to have them taking care of me but then it was kind of like then you go home and it's like well, now all that's gone and like you didn't really prep me for like what I felt like I needed to know or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like to have somebody else like on top of making sure you're getting your pain meds or, you know, the bed that you can press the buttons to help you sit up and down. Um, or Brenton, I just had to figure out a system where I would wake him up and he would yank me up so I could sit up. Um, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, having a new human take care of after having your seven layer dip slice through is that doesn't sound ideal. Yeah. No, the midwife came to visit us after at home just to like do a little like home visit check in. And she was like, just stay on top of those pain meds. You don't want to know how you feel right now. So. <laughs> Yeah. That, so. sounds, that sounds good. That sounds like good yeah. <laughs> so we had our little alarm set for every two hours to alternate the ibuprofen and Tylenol, and yeah. Did you get your after delivery sushi? I did. Yeah, we picked it up on the way home from the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Good. 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 And uh, and Brent, he he likes her. He's uh he's uh he's a fan he's a, so far. He's a yeah. fan so far. Yeah. 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 I think he's into it. Yeah. So you said she was big. What should she come in at like fourteen pounds or? No, she was eight pounds seven ounces. But they were estimating she'd be closer to nine or ten. Um, That's a big ass baby. I know. And she was 20 and a half inches, which I realized later, I'm only 59 inches. Um, so she, she was like <laughs> over a third of me, I guess, in length. <laughs> but, but yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. a good size little human. So so how's it? How's it? How's it been? We we emailed a while ago. You said you hadn't there hadn't been hadn't been much sleep going on. Yeah, so. there's not much sleep. I will say so. Like when she's first born, you know, like the, like the baby's born and they lose weight, so you need them to regain their birth weight, and so that's when you have to wake up every two to three hours to feed mm -hmm. and feed and feed. But 
then we luckily we saw a lactation consultant and she was like well let's weigh her and we found out she had regained her birth weight before like a few days before two weeks but still so then when i didn't need to set an alarm every three hours it felt easier to sleep yeah. and stuff and just follow ivy's schedule and just when she wants to eat she gets to eat and that's a lot easier because then it's not as stressful like like about it's 3 a.m. and you're trying to wake up a newborn who's feeling satisfied to force them to eat. And yeah. it's just very challenging. So we're lucky yeah. that she she's a chonky girl and regains <laughs> that weight quickly. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, is she is she falling been going you said for going on four weeks now? Is she following falling into a routine and a little bit? Yeah. Off? Like in the morning, I can rely that she'll take like a three hour nap ish in the morning. So that's what's happening right now. But I don't know if it's going to start at like 730 or if it's going to start at like, I don't know, 10, you know, yeah. but then I can rely that then it'll be a long one. And then at night, we usually have like a scream nursing session, which <laughs> is a delight. Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> So, like, I'm nursing her, but then she has to stop every few seconds to scream. To yell at just, you? Just like... To yell at me. Yeah. And I, like, the first time it happened, I was panicking because I was like, is she not getting enough food? Like, is yeah. she, like, is there something wrong? And then I, like, I then, like, stopped to, like, burp her and she passed out. And it's like, oh, you're just, like, tired and fighting sleep, it turns out. But, like, you have to wait till she gets to a certain level of pissed off for her to actually be able to fall asleep, which I've seen with other children, too. It's sure. not like I'm sure. torturing her. Um, but it's like, okay, this is just the time that we scream. And, yeah. And I've been what? trying to create like a cute like nighttime setup of like, oh, well, like wash your face and put on your jammies and read a book. And then she uh -huh. just screams. But it's OK. <laughs> yeah, it's OK. It's annoying as fuck, but, <laughs> but it's OK. Yeah. Um, New baby smell. Does she have the new baby smell still? I think so. Yeah. It, sometimes it smells like poop. But yeah, well, it's, yeah she does a, poop. There's a there's a wide variety of new baby smells, but there's that... a lot of smells, yeah, <laughs> yes, so, so many smells. Um, uh, uh, um, you you said you had uh, uh, a human. Uh, we, there's something semi gross or an anomaly. Oh, yeah. What's so? What's 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 that? Yeah. So I was induced and in, like going through contractions and all this stuff, mm -hmm. and um. So like what the nurse had me do is she's like, when you have a contraction, if you push, it might be more comfortable, even though you're only six centimeters, like nothing's going to happen yet. And then so I was doing that. And then I was like, there's something coming out of me. And she was like, what? Where is there something coming out of you? And I said, out of my vagina, there's something coming out. And I had apparently in my womb created a small water balloon of amniotic fluid that I then birthed out. Um, <laughs> and yeah. the nurse took it out and played with it, and yeah. Um, uh, did 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 you bring it home? No, I didn't even get to see it. Brent saw it. Yeah, you should have that in a jar of alcohol on the mantle. I wish I know. I wish I had the yeah, wherewithal I mean, to say keep twins. that. We need that. 
Ivy, Ivy, this is your twin. Yes, I know. We don't know what it is. And I like mentioned it to the doctors and the midwife and they were like, yeah, we've never heard of such a thing, but it doesn't seem like it caused any harm. So we're just not going to bother to think about it. Well, congratulations. I know, I know. Um, now, what if what if somebody hauled that off into the, the bowels of the hospital and it was really some sort of alien egg sack? And you I think gave the birth. nurse popped it to see what would happen. Oh. <laughs> and like the no. stuff went everywhere. I don't know. No, I think. No, so so no alien. No aliens inside, sadly. Uh, yeah. That's that's probably good. How are how are the cats doing with the uh the new addition? I see them playing out back behind um, you. <laughs> they're doing okay. Levi's adjusting better than Lumi. Levi will snuggle her, and if he's in one of her sleeping spaces and I put her in there, he'll snuggle up with her and enjoy it. Lumi, I know it's very cute. I have pictures. Um, Lumi was like really acting out for a while. Um, so we've been working on giving him positive attention when we can, and that seems to be helping his attitude. Um, no, he but, seems to be a troubled child anyway. He is our troubled child. Yeah. Um, but he's coming around. Yeah. He hasn't quite decided. He'll decided. smell her and walk away kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but like they still both need to sleep in bed with us. So uh -huh. then we have like the baby and the side sleeper or in bed and then the cats. And it's just, yep, we're all smushed in there. Yep. So you you like her? I do. I appreciate her presence. Yeah. <laughs> she's, just, she's just a potato right now, though. Like, there's not really like a personality or anything there yet. So we're just um, hanging out. Um, is she is she is she is she looking at you? Is she doing that that fake baby smile where you don't know if they're yeah. smiling or they have gas or yes, or, she'll, she'll um, do the smile, which is, is she, very fun. Is she, she making make making any cute noises? Other a than, little, I mean, other than not a ton. She kind of makes like monster noises, I feel like. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Or like she often makes like, like, you know, the sound you might make if something's heavy and you're picking it up like a, uh -huh. like a squeaky noise. Like she does that a lot. She's <laughs> like, what is your struggle, Ivy? Like, what is what is warranting this what's, much what's, of that what's going on there what's what's yeah. taking so much effort yeah because she's not pooping then she just like needs to like make the noises yeah i i i i miss babies i i hadn't thought about it until we've been talking about her but it's been a long time since i had a tiny little one in my arms and they're they're pretty fucking awesome. They're fun. Um, you should go find one. Uh yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm good. Oh. You I'll, could um I'll volunteer snuggle. at like a children's hospital to be like a NICU baby snuggler. Uh yeah, I got other things going on. I'll okay. just just giving you options. <laughs> no, I mean that no, that sounds like a that sounds like something a good person would do, but uh <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess thinking about it, I don't miss babies that much. <laughs> no, not um, enough to like go out of your way. Not, not you actually just wish one would come around one. for a short period. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I if I run into one, I'll say hi to it, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, not gonna not gonna do that. So, um, you're you're settling into a routine. How with all the planning and organizing you did, mm -hmm. um, for the post baby world, 
um, not the delivery stuff that went wrong, but the, the, Hey, the baby's going to come and we're going to do this to get ready. How do you feel that planning worked out for you? Everything, the, the, the stuff you ordered, the stuff you got, your, your, I think your... it's worked pretty well. Cause we have like, like the little cart I organized next to the bed. So now mm -hmm. when we wake up in the night, I have things set up so we don't need to leave the bed. Like I see other people like, oh, it's like so hard to need to like walk across the room or blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I have a little changing mat on the side cart and we just change her in the bed. I've got extra pajamas on there. So if she pees or poops through it, we just like switch them out right there and I throw the dirty ones in the hamper. So then like I don't need to get up. Yeah. And I appreciate that setup. And then I have a similar little caddy set up next to the couch because we spend a lot of time there. So then sure. like I just lay out a little mat and change her on the couch. And then it's just we don't need to move, which is easy, especially like when it was like C-section recovery. I couldn't walk for a while, essentially. Oh, so, yeah, I know at her first doctor's appointment, I needed to ask for a wheelchair, which was so embarrassing. But it's like maybe don't make people come here four days after they've had extensive wait, wait wait they slice you open and then said said come back here in four days yeah for her first pediatrician appointment and i like yeah, yeah that's when they should be doing house calls right that's right? when old-timey yeah. doctors show up with the with the with the big black bag of stuff and just do a quick house call and i mean especially because it's like when they just like weigh her and like just were like oh she has some jaundice we'll make sure it goes away which like they said, like most newborns, especially if they're breastfed, have jaundice. So it's uh -huh. not like surprising or concerning. It's just a thing that happens. It's a thing that happens. Yeah. 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 Start looking like looking like carrots instead of potatoes. I know she had like a little yellow nose for a while, but it cleared up. <laughs> yeah. So it was 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 nursing. She latch on and everything go okay, or was it, did it take a it while took, to like, settle in? Some or? getting used to. But I will say, like, every time I met with a lactation consultant or, like, the midwife helped and different people, like, I always felt a ton better after having some outside help come in. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it really doesn't, like, come naturally how close at first you need to, like, squish them to your body. Like, you feel like it should just be this, like, gentle experience. But mm -hmm. it's, like, as much as I'm learning how to nurse, so is Ivy. So then yeah. it's, like, we both need to figure it out together. But she also is, like all instinct but she could also like try something that's wrong too um so you just have to, like smash her into your body and then eventually it figures out but luckily we didn't have any like tongue ties or lip ties or any of those things yeah. that can like cause issues yeah so yeah. so you're you're settling into it that's great yeah it's it's such a i mean i don't know from personal experience although although i've had uh had little ones want to nurse when i'm mm -hmm. holding them and that's kind of weird but um i mean i think tasha loved it and because it's such a bonding it's cool. yeah it's a bonding thing that that uh i'm kind of jealous i i'd never got to got yeah to no we can buy been... you can buy Daddy oh, you could buy, things, like but... it's like in like a meet the parents or something in that yeah. movie he has the yeah, fake they, boob they saw you, yeah you need to get you need to get uh get baby daddy set up yeah. yeah we tried a bottle for the first time last night um because they go? say to introduce it between three and four weeks um well it was right during the scream nursing period <laughs> but it, which <laughs> which i think it kind of went like that yeah um so <laughs> <Screaming>. <laughs> it's 
And so she like would like chug a bunch and then like she wasn't used to it. So she would like choke on it. But it's so cute when she chokes. Um, and then <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> like, these little like their little tongue sticks out and stuff. Um, <laughs> and then Brent would like wipe her face clean, like lift her up and then go try again. And she would, yeah, scream between it a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, it, so it happened. I, I, she drank it. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. That's uh, that's that's. It's good to be ready for that when when that when that ends up being necessary. Exactly. So, Just, are you getting Brett time, or is it all Ivy time, twenty four hours? It's mostly Ivy time, but we've discussed how to like get Brett time. I also just like don't know what I want to do with my time if I had time right now. Yeah. So it's like I'm pretty cool to just like hang out. I've had a few glasses of wine, so that's been exciting. Oh, congratulations. I know. Thank you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yeah, then it's like, well like if I was choosing what I would do, what would I be doing? And so that's where I don't know what I would want to do yet. Well, I mean, there's got to be a reality show to watch, doesn't there? Well, I did finish Survivor and The Amazing Race <laughs> because I did. I was too busy at the end of my pregnancy to keep up with them. So oh, I finished no. both of those. And then, um, yeah, I started Big Brother um, at one of the early seasons to like rewatch to see how that is. It's like, yeah, yeah, just for like background noise, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, just having some some veg out time has got to exactly. Be yeah, yeah, because I think so. So many new moms, they, they, I mean, it's laser focus on the on the baby and end up losing, you know, you, you end up losing part of your your own identity and mm -hmm. and then you, I mean, that leads to stress and burnout and yeah, that's that's a tough place to to be. So yeah. finding a way to battle battle against that is important. Yeah. And that's where I'm trying to think, like, what is, what do I want to do that feels like it's, like, for me? So, like, I did an embroidery class with a friend at the end of my pregnancy, and that was pretty fun. So, it's like, do I want to get more embroidery stuff and start doing that as a fun hobby? Or, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. That's, that sounds like a very mom thing to do. Right? Yeah. Sitting around embroidery. I was doing an online training the other night and somebody was embroidering during the on the Zoom during the session and it was kind of like a squirrel that kept distracting me because I wanted to see what she was was doing and 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 uh I I, I, I had to I had to man up and force my way through it. But uh oh, I'm glad you got through. Okay. Yeah. So, so if you if you go into embroidery, don't do it on Zoom. It be very I won't do it in front of you, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah. No, no, no. I want you next next time we record, I want you to be embroidering while we record. That would be <laughs> yes. that would be great. Um, have you decided what she's going to be when she grows up? Um do you have any maybe she'll be a, that's... a potato farmer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh you can only you can only dream i know yeah we'll see we'll see i don't know well so um it's gone gone good so far you're planning on keeping her you're not yep. uh you're not Keep her around for now haven't been haven't been driven insane by her not you're, not completely at least not completely yeah. <laughs> you're you're on the mend the cats are settling into it um looks like you're off to a good start yeah, good start. Just got to roll with it. Yeah, like I said, realize I have very little control and just yeah, see what happens. Oh, I mean, how how hard is that for you? Because I, with all your 
planning and organizing. And look, I only knew you know you via Zoom. But you <laughs> seem to be a very organized and planned person. And it's easy yeah. to say, well, go with the flow. But if that's not the way you're wired, that can, is it? It's is been it kind of cool to try. Like it, near mm -hmm. the end of my pregnancy and thinking about it all, I was like, wow, like I haven't been able to have no schedule since who knows when in my life. Yeah. So it'll be kind of cool to just try it and see what happens. Um, and I found that, yeah, being able to just be like, well, we'll just see what Ivy wants and follow that schedule ended up feeling a lot easier than trying to get a newborn to follow any sort of anything because she's yeah. just not wired for that yet anyway. Um, and then like I was tracking everything on an app, but then they said once she regains birth weight, you really don't need to worry about any of that anymore. Um, so I've gone back and forth on if I track. I was tracking for a while to see if I could spot a pattern that would uh -huh. then feel more predictable because I would be like, I really don't know the last time I did feed you, but you're not hungry yet, so we'll just wait. Yeah. And then when I tracked it, it was like, oh, it's really only like two, two and a half hour stints where it felt like five um, just because you're like, I don't know, the way you process time is so different, I feel like yeah. during that. Um, so it's been it's been fine. And then I just like have like little systems set up, like I said, with our little cart and stuff. So like then I still have my organization or I do try like we have like our night clothes and our day clothes. So we'll still change out of our pajamas every day, even though I don't know. Yeah, there's no, there's no need she's to. four weeks old. She doesn't know. I don't, I'm pretty much in pajamas all day, but it's like, Hey, I got you cute outfits. You're wearing cute outfits. You're wear well, yes. she's probably, she's probably as fashion conscious as I am. Yeah. Well, in all her clothes are like these really cute, like gender neutral clothes. Uh, Cause we didn't know if she'd be a boy or a girl. Uh -huh. And then we have these cute beanies that she wears all the time. So there's one outfit. That's my favorite where she wears her little blue jeans. And then it's a sweater, like an ugly sweater, but it's dinosaur skiing. And then she wears, um, her little like orange brown beanie and she looks like she's about to go like from the ski slopes to the craft brewery to try some IPAs. And that's my favorite look so far. Sounds like a, sounds like a great look for a newborn. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I like uh, to give her a story for each yeah, outfit. Today yeah, I sure. picked out her park ranger uniform. <laughs> oh, she um is it is it like all, all like all of drab? It's like uh the park ranger and Yogi Bear cartoon. You don't know Yogi um, Bear. You I know Yogi, Yogi Bear. Bear. No, oh, it's good. I mean I've just been calling it that, but it's like a little green jumpsuit um uh -huh. that has like the little patch, like state park patch kind of thing on it, and it's got <laughs> like park animals like in the pattern on it but it's cute oh uh, yeah you have to that's which i hope she still fits it when she gets to go on her first hike hopefully i know well oh. now it's winter oh i do have some baby snow suits in the mail coming oh. my way yeah so oh, that'll, that'll be, be great i'm sure she'll love that well i, I was gonna say i mean yeah all the all the environmental stuff that you've done your 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 little your little stations by the bed and every everything else and those kind of kind of systems make going with her flow a lot easier because mm -hmm. then you're 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 prepared and in the moment for that kind of stuff so it's it's really a lot like uh uh an early learning environment where you you set up the environment and then you you follow the kids lead in it except you're doing it 
24 hours a day for, exactly. That's for the very, next 20 yeah. or 30 years. Luckily, I've been trained. I have a degree in this. And yeah, <laughs> not yeah. really, but I, I know child development. I like can like respect like following her lead and like also understanding like there was one point where Brent was like, I think she doesn't like me. And I was like, she's too little to even know when I'm gone. So she just knows when the boobs are gone. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> very, very boob centric at that. Age. Yeah. And like, I don't think she like cognitively has the ability to like or dislike someone yet so like it's okay <laughs> she, she but she's be on your best behavior because she's still forming her opinions um, right <laughs> so so you've got i mean you've got all that background what what did mm-hmm. he come into the game with what's his what's his contact with newborns and young children up until now trusting that i know what i'm doing is <laughs> what he's got <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's really yeah been a learning curve but it's fine yeah like where he was like at the hospital he had to get over being scared to pick her up and stuff because like you know they're tiny and fragile and stuff sure. but, but then yeah no the more you get to see like oh like she's got a decent neck like she'll hold herself up okay we're just we're we're ready you know all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah his, yeah his his has he has he has he changed her yet is he oh he yeah yeah stuff? every yeah. like i think there's like a 50 50 shot when he changes her that she's gonna pee Oh, good, good. Yeah. Good, without the diaper good. ready. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good for him for, for, uh, <clears throat> getting to experience that. That's, uh, one of the joys of fatherhood. Um, anything else we should know before we wrap this up? I don't think so. I feel like that was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot. I hope you I got mean, enough information. I, I mean, we, we, we talked fashion, we talked, uh, pulling pork, we talked, uh, uh, anomalous, uh, water balloons water of, balloon. yeah. of flu that's <laughs> that's gross i mean <laughs> i think it's funny i don't uh-huh. know brent no. asked me if i was embarrassed by it and i said why would i be embarrassed it's just like a funny thing that happened well you should be embarrassed because you're a freak i guess so yeah yeah well and like i realized we could feel it in my belly but we didn't know what it was because like when like the doctors would like touch your stomach to be like, oh, okay, let's see where baby's back is and where their uh-huh. feet are. So we like know where to do the like heart monitor, or whatever. Sure. They were like, oh, here's baby's butt. And I was like, that can't be her, like their butt. Like I feel them kick on that side all the time. Uh-huh. Um, they're like, well, I don't know what we're feeling. And then I birthed this water balloon. So I think that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't know. Maybe I should be embarrassed, but I think it's no, funny. don't be embarrassed. But I'm really, really sad you didn't save it. That would no, I didn't even uh, get to see it. I was too delirious. That well, look, this has happened twice now. That uh, um, uh, not too, just a couple of days ago, uh, uh, co-host Stephanie had a hip replaced, and she was oh. very, very interested in keeping the uh, the hip part, the ball and socket. Out. Yeah, yeah, she wanted to keep that because it was hers and. And uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't let her keep that either. So I I big medicine and they're they're I, know, I wanted to see my placenta and, their... and I didn't get to see that either. You didn't get to see the... it? No, I was at the hospital. I guess I didn't think to ask, but I was curious and yeah. Well, I'd like sure. to have seen it. Yeah. I've seen the mm, okay. This is, You've seen a placenta? Um, 
I've seen, yeah, because there's that whole, hey, the baby's born, but now it's time for the placenta to be born. Yeah. And they got the stainless steel little trough thing, and it kind of, it's kind of like a a slime monster oozing out of a vagina is the way I remember it. And it was, it was pretty gross. Yeah. Pretty gross. Yeah, I've heard they're like, they can be different textures and stuff too. Yeah, I I was kind of dizzy, so I don't have have clear. Yeah. Do you like that. like all like the blood and guts of birth? Like, does that give you heebie-jeebies? Or are no, you I didn't. The blood and guts weren't the the episiotomy was the only thing that uh, that made me mm-hmm. queasy because that's that's an area you, I think you should keep the scissors away you from don't want it snipped yeah from that area and seeing that that I I got weak need and just about went down that happened and and then the same thing happened the next time it happened so um mm-hmm. I, I guess look listeners if you're if you're wondering how to knock Jeff down uh just make him watch an episiotomy and then I'll <laughs> There you go. I'll get queasy and shut up. <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in, just in case. How to make Jeff shut up? Um, <laughs> listeners, this has been the Child Care Bar and Girl Podcast, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast that every once in a while talks about birthing anomalies. Yeah. Um, and by once in a while, I mean every just about thousand plus episodes, I guess. It's the first time it's ever come up, but something new comes babbling. Back soon. (laughs) Bye bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.